Hi, everyone. In today's podcast episode, we talked to Dr. Sarah Bernhardt. She is a fantastic chiropractor and has just, just a range of services and tools that she uses for her clients. And we've called this episode Beyond the Adjustment because of that and kind of demystifying a little bit chiropractic care and the benefits of it. Um, so if you're scared of an adjustment or you have questions about adjustments, we answer a lot of those questions today. And if you really don't want one, she has so many other options, acupuncture, uh, myofascial release. So just stay tuned and listen in if you're ever curious about what a chiropractic uh, appointment is like. We also go into chiropractic care for babies, uh, pregnancy, and uh, children, and just all the amazing services she offers here at Rooted Family Wellness Center. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Rooted in Wellness podcast. We are Christine Crook and Erin Castingo. We are the co-founders of Rooted Family Wellness Centre in Canada, Ontario. Together with experts in the field and community members, we talk about all things health and wellness around fertility, birth, babies, and families to help you navigate these transformational times in your life. Come join us on this journey to get you rooted in wellness. Hi everyone, my name is Erin Kasungu and I am one of the co-founders of Rooted Family Wellness Centre. Today I am joined by Dr. Sarah Bernhardt, our wonderful chiropractor here at the Centre. And in this podcast episode, we are going to be talking about Beyond the Adjustment. Uh, but before we do that, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, Sarah? Sure. So my name is Dr. Sarah Bernhardt. Um, so I am the chiropractor here at Rooted Family Wellness Centre. I've been here coming up on a year now. Um, I did my undergrad in human kinetics and health science at Santa Fe University in Nova Scotia. And then I went to Toronto for chiropractic college. And I grew up in Ottawa, so I'm happy to be uh, back home close to uh, the center here. I live really close by. Um, so I started at the center because I do have a special interest in kind of that prenatal uh, period, the postpartum period, and then working with a lot of uh, pediatric patients as well as babies. So the center really kind of encompassed that uh, passion and gave me the outlet to, to do that and specialize in that area. Uh, I do treat everybody, though. I see a lot of men. I see a lot of women. Um, I see a lot of young people, a lot of old people. So the practice really encompasses um, everybody, and everybody is welcome. Uh, we'll get into it more uh, later today about the different uh, areas and modalities that we offer um, and that I specialize in. Fantastic. And yeah, you're such a bright light here. We love uh, having you and your services here. So your, your clients just love you. So, so great. <laughs> uh, so let's just jump right in. Uh, so tell us, I know, I think people have a lot of misconceptions about what an adjustment is. Um, maybe some are afraid, maybe some just don't understand the benefits of it. So why don't we start there? Because we're going beyond the adjustment, but why don't we start with what is an adjustment? Absolutely, yeah. So the adjustment, or some people will call it um, a man manipulation, um, it's traditionally kind of that cracking noise that people think of when they think of traditional treatment from a chiropractor. Um, and again, that's where the practice kind of started and where the foundations of chiropractic began. So I, I really understand that misconception and why people think that's such a big part of the treatment that they're going to receive. Um, but we have come a long way. That's kind of a really 
old school way of thinking that that's kind of the main tool that chiropractors use in their treatment. Basically, the adjustment for those of you listening who might not fully understand what it is, is it's a way to get a joint moving properly again. So if you're feeling pain, if you're feeling like you have a lack of range of motion anywhere in the body, whether that be the neck, the back, the hips, um, any joint, it can become a little bit sticky and a little bit stuck. And we just say that it's kind of lacking um, proper motion through that segment. So really the only goal of the adjustment is to get those segments that might not be moving properly, moving a little bit better again. So that traditional kind of cracking noise that people are familiar with or that people have seen videos um, online, all that is is gas and pressure being released from the joint capsule. So there's nothing kind of moving in and out of place. There's no bones that are cracking. It's not a very aggressive movement. Um, all it is is getting more motion through that segment. So I always compare it to um, opening a pop can. So when you open it and that gas and that pressure is released, you get that little sound. And that's the exact same thing that's happening um, in the joint when we do the adjustment. And again, it completely varies depending on who we're treating. It might look a lot different for younger patients and for babies. It's definitely not the same techniques that we use um, for adults. And again, depends on the part of the body that we're treating as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to describe that a little bit? Like what the difference is between the pediatric and the adult? So we're talking about babies, you know, under one, I guess. Is that what you would classify as pediatric? Yeah, so we still do um, adjustments and we still target the joints in, in the little guys as well. But again, we're using a lot less force than we would on adults. Um, we're using a lot less motion through the joint segment. Mm -hmm. And you typically don't get that same kind of release that you would in an adult. I always compare the pressure that we use on kids to um, kind of the pressure you would use to check the ripeness of an avocado or a tomato or the type of pressure that you would use to kind of push against your eyelids. So it's very, very gentle. It's a very light amount of pressure. And the kids tend to do a lot of the work themselves. So if you're gonna apply a little bit of pressure to a joint that's um, a little bit tender or not moving well, they're gonna push uh, into it themselves. So they're really the ones controlling um, how much pressure they're putting on the joint and, and that. So very gentle technique and looks a lot different than traditional adjustments for adults. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we wouldn't want to as well. So yeah, no. so <laughs> and I think that's the fear a lot of people have. Why would I take my baby to see a chiropractor? So I think that definitely is one of the myths that we'd love to, to bust because there's so much benefit in having your baby and your child assessed by, by yourself, right? Or a chiropractor. So Absolutely. what then let's yeah, let's talk about then the assessment. So for an adult, let's start there and then maybe we can talk more about the, the children and, and babies as well. So what types of things are you typically assessing in, a, in an appointment? Yes, the assessment, again, it varies completely depending on the person's complaint that they're coming in with or, again, the age of the patient as well and what their goals with treatment are. Some people, it's 100% to, to reduce their level of pain. Other people, it might be to continue on with some of their daily activities or get back to a sport that they're playing. So it really depends on why they're there for treatment. But a couple things that I always, always look at are one, 
how each joint is moving. And again, that base is kind of where we go with treatment if we're focusing more on getting those joints moving better or if we're going to focus elsewhere. So joints is always one of the, the major things I have a look at. So I'll also always assess for um, tenderness and tightness through the muscles in the surrounding areas. I like to look at fascial tissue and see if there are any tension patterns through the fascial tissue. And then again, more specific to, to different types of patients coming in, in the prenatal period, I like to look at the sacrum and the sacral ligaments and the hips and see how the entire pelvis is moving. And if we can get kind of more optimal space through the pelvis um, to give baby enough space through there, that's something that I, I love to work on in pregnant uh, through pregnancy. Mm -hmm. uh, postpartum, again, we look at the pelvis and the sacrum. It's a big area where women often feel there's a lot of uh, tension and lack of movement through that area postpartum. Um, I always look through the abdomen for any diastasis, which is that ab separation that you can get uh, postpartum that can linger, and we want to, to do our best to rehab that area. Um, I do uh, most often look at the nervous system as well to see how it's functioning. Um, everyone can probably relate. We're in this kind of chronic state of stress and go, go, go these days. So looking at tools that we can use to kind of lower the body's cortisol levels and get us back to kind of our rest and digest stage where our nervous system is, is functioning properly, which optimizes sleep. Um, and things like that to help our bodies recover. Mm -hmm. And then again, varies a lot uh, once we dip into that uh, younger age group as well with babies. Hips mm -hmm. are a big thing that I like to assess. Um, and I'll look again, whole spine and see how every single joint segment is moving. Um, babies are uh, interesting and, and also quite challenging because obviously they can't tell us um, what's wrong or where their issue might arise, but we see a lot of patterns um, related to the nervous system in kids. So whether they come in with gas, constipation, um, a little bit of colic or reflux, those are all signs that the nervous system may not be functioning optimally. So we then look to um, joint segments through the spine where those nerves might arise and help get more mobility through those areas to help more kind of systematic problems. So what are some of the things you typically see for babies? Like why people are bringing their babies in are typically the stuff you're treating for babies? Yeah, so one of the um, most common thing that I'll see in the little guys is um, a little bit of that head tilt or favoring of one side, whether that be when they're sleeping, um, in their car seat, when they're doing tummy time or laying on their backs. They'll often have a preference for um, leaning or tilting the head to one side. Um, whether that translates to any issues with feeding as well with favoring one side, um, that can sometimes be the case, but that's probably one of the most common things that I treat and it tends to respond fairly well to kind of gentle stretching, gentle joint mobilizations and things like that. And then I always like to give parents uh, a few stretches or exercises that they can do um, at home in between sessions. 
Um, I also see probably coming in at number two would be gas or constipation is a big one and little ones being super uncomfortable while they're passing gas or uh, bowel movements and things like that. So when that's the case, I tend to focus kind of in the low back, pelvis and hip area and get as much movement through um, those joint segments to kind of stimulate the digestive system and things like that. And again, always give um, parents a little something to do at home that can help give their little ones relief if they're feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but besides those kind of top two things that I, I see a lot too are latching issues. So working through the jaw muscles um, and the joints in the jaw to get things as loose as possible. Um, colic and reflux are big as well. And then a lot of moms just like to bring in their little ones for kind of wellness checks, check all of their reflexes, check all of their joints, and kind of give them that good baseline moving forward so we can have things um, to compare to as they grow and move around more and get older and start being more responsive to their environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I I wish I had to bring my baby to see a chiropractor. It's one of my biggest things. So, you know, I think it would have helped him a lot. And um, yeah, just even that wellness check and making sure all is well. And every once in a while, even if I don't feel like anything's wrong. And I, and I guess that is the biggest part. You don't have to have for even adults back pain or anything like that to see a chiropractor. It's not just when, you know, when you've got the pain, it's also a lot of prevention, just making sure everything is working in order, like you've described, right? Making sure there's no yeah. tightness that can lead to more chronic issues. So yeah, and babies yeah, and kids need that too. Yeah. That initiative to to kind of take that step for your health and your health journey. And again, like you said, a lot of preventative care. Um, and I often get parents saying, wow, that was so gentle or they slept through that treatment or things like that. So it's, again, I want to emphasize that it's a, it's a lot of gentle, gentle techniques. And we mm -hmm. kind of go with the flow of what baby is telling us to do. And if they're not feeling something or not happy with something, we'll change it up and adapt to, to what they're doing well with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for the person who's like, I do not want to get adjusted. I don't want to hear cracking. It was very uncomfortable. And we have some clients like that. And, um, and so you have so many other things that you have in your toolbox in terms of preventative care and, and treating chronic pain. So do you want to describe a little bit more then? So if someone is like, I don't want to be cracked, I don't want the adjustment part. What are some of the other things that you offer then that if you're you kind of have in your toolbox for, for treating them? Yes. So I find, first of all, when people come in in that mindset of saying, I definitely don't want this, or maybe they have had a bad experience in the past, I always like to take the time and kind of thoroughly explain what the process is and why we would be doing it. I'd say a majority of people, once I take the time to do that, will be very open to, to the experience or at least trying it um, and seeing kind of results, what kind of results that they get. Um, if that's not the case, then absolutely, I will never push it or, or force someone into that style of treatment. And I always say there's plenty other of things that we can do um, that don't involve your traditional adjustments. Um, one of those being mobilizations. So mobilizations are really just a form of gentle joint movement. So it's the exact same idea as the adjustment and there's actually just as much research um, supporting the effectiveness of mobilizations versus the adjustment. And basically what we do is we just um, take that joint segment and kind of move it through a range of motion very gently. 
And it's really good, same idea as the adjustment, just to get those segments moving freely and moving a lot better. Um, so that's one thing that, I, that I'll always do if people are apprehensive about um, the adjustments. Um, I do a lot of soft tissue therapy. So um, I have little tools um, to do instrument-assisted soft tissue therapy, and then I do a lot of manual soft tissue therapy as well. Um, and sometimes it can look similar to what you'd have done from a registered massage therapist and other time uh, it looks a little bit different and you'd be doing kind of more active movements and stretching as we go through the soft tissue work. Um, so again, that's very, very effective and a great option if people aren't interested in the adjustments. Um, one thing I'm very passionate about and I find very effective as well as acupuncture. Mm -hmm. Um, I did kind of a separate training for acupuncture through McMaster um, after my chiropractic training. Um, and I use a little bit of electrical stimulation with it. So we call it electroacupuncture. Um, and it's almost, I always say it's very similar to uh, using a TENS machine. If you've ever had those kind of sticky pads that you place on muscles and things like that, and there's that little bit of electrical current that goes through it. Um, so it's the exact same idea, but we hook those up to the acupuncture needles to get more blood flow and more stimulation and target the nervous system a little bit deeper into those muscles that might be um, really, really tight. So those are kind of the other three major modalities that I like to use if people are apprehensive about the adjustments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're so fabulous. You have this gun too, the massage gun, which is awesome <laughs> for kind of vibration therapy. It's it's all amazing alternatives. Mm -hmm. And often your appointments are a lot of those things. They're not just one. You do often incorporate a lot of those pieces and elements into your treatments, depending on the, on the client's needs and 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 comfort levels, I guess, like you've described. So yeah, they're fantastic. I just love how you kind of have this well-rounded approach to your, your practice. Um, and yeah, just making sure that you provide lots of different ways instead of just one. So, um, and I love how you fit in with our other modalities at the center. So do you want to briefly describe that, how that kind of works? Like we, you know, a lot of our clients do see the multiple practitioners we have here. So do you have any thoughts on kind of that complete like, comprehensive care that we have here? Yeah, I mean, often majority of the time when patients come to see me, they'll be coming for one kind of specific complaint. And then once we spend the time and dive a little deeper and look at kind of their past uh, history, whether that be injuries, chronic pain, um, just other life events that are going on at the same time, we kind of unwrap different areas that are also would also be great areas to work on as well. And that's kind of where we often suggest or refer to other practitioners at the center, whether um, that might be kind of registered massage, whether we think they might respond really well to see our osteopath or reflexologist or mental health consultant. So we like to look at the body as a whole and the person as a whole, instead of just focusing on that one specific pain or that one specific area that they might come in seeking treatment for. So that's why it's so great to work in a multidisciplinary setting to have those people that you trust on hand, or even in my case, I've had personal experience having treatment from and know that that's a great referral source without having to send a patient elsewhere to someone who you might not know what kind of care they're going to receive there. Yeah. 
And yeah, and I think everyone here at least knows that, you know, a massage therapist, they work a certain way and quite often they are sending, you know, okay, you they really need their pelvis looked at, right, um, at a deeper level. So that ability to like have their care and then be able to recommend, like you said, in, internally, it's really wonderful. And every, you know, you can collaborate with the other practitioners. So that's why we love it here so much and that you're able to do that um, in-house. So do you want to, we're going to wrap up here, but do you want to then describe, you've got so many other offerings, so beyond beyond the adjustment uh, and beyond even just that that toolbox that you have of, of services for chiropractic care, but do you want to describe then a few of your other offerings as well? So you definitely have chiropractic care for adults and children and teens and babies like we described, and do you want to just quickly list off the other amazing things you offer here? Yeah, so one of kind of the newest things that we've started offering are uh, postpartum core recovery sessions. So those are for kind of everybody in that postpartum period. It doesn't matter if you're three months out or 10 years out. Um, It's a great tool to kind of have the whole body reassessed um, post-pregnancy and see where we can strengthen things, see where we can maybe do a little treatment to get you moving better. Um, So it's kind of all-encompassing. I like to, again, assess the pelvis and see how um, the low back and the hips are moving. I'll always look um, for the diastasis or that ab separation. And then it focuses mostly on kind of a specialized rehab program based on what we find during the assessment to get you back kind of moving optimally. A lot of uh, people will use it as a tool to get back into exercise postpartum um, and make sure that they're strengthening through the core properly before they jump back into what they may have be doing, have been doing pre-pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an appointment that has been going really, really well. Um, I also do quite a bit of uh, C-section scar release. So With that, again, we use a little bit of electrical stimulation. Um, We use a tool called the NeuroStim, and basically helps to release that scar tissue that may have formed um, post-surgery or post-C-section. And it's been very, very successful um, just helping loosening up the area, getting more activation through that core musculature in the area. So we've had a lot of good results and a lot of patients really, really happy with how they're coming out of those sessions. Um, And besides that, I do uh, a lot of classes as well. So I do a fun postpartum fitness class where moms can bring their babies and have a good workout all together. Um, I do programming for kids called Fit and Fun, just kind of a space where kids can run around, get active, get some energy out and kind of learn the foundations of healthy living and active living. And then I do some core strengthening and pregnancy classes as well, which is great um, for expecting patients to kind of strengthen the core to help during labor and with their postpartum recovery as well. Yeah, and all of this that you've described is covered under chiropractic care, which is also amazing. So all of those classes and what you've described, cesarean scar release. You also do vagus nerve stimulation with that same neuro stem. So all of this, so if you have private insurance, is also covered um, under private insurance, under chiropractic care. So that really helps, you know, motivate someone if they're a little leery about things, but, you know, they have the coverage, um, being able to have that coverage 
covered under um, private insurance really helps, um, you know, the expense and and other things. So it's really awesome that these services are are here because yeah, people really need them. And if finances are a stumbling block, then quite often that insurance coverage really can help. So um, so yeah, check out those on our website if you have any questions. Feel free to reach out. Was there anything yeah, and, missed? Um, I was just going to say, if you're kind of listening to this and there's a lot of options out there and you don't really know where to start for myself and for all of, or most of our practitioners, actually, we do offer a little free uh, consultation and it's a good opportunity just to get to know the practitioner, see what they offer, and then they can guide you in the direction of uh, what might be the best treatment option for yourself. So that's kind of a great tool to use if you do ever feel overwhelmed by the amount of options that are out there. Absolutely. Yeah. We also offer discovery calls here too. So we often, quite often say someone calls and says, my back hurts. Where do I start? Do I see an osteopath? Do I see a massage? So even just booking that wellness call or, you know, a free virtual consultation with yourself just helps people ask those questions and kind of really assess what the best options are for them. So that was wonderful. You mentioned that. Anything else before we wrap up is that there's a lot there. I feel like every point you made was another podcast. <laughs> like there's yeah. so much. We only skimmed the surface of all your amazing offerings, but also the depth of your kind of knowledge in terms of, um, you know, people's well-being and their bodies. So but anything you want to say at the end here before we wrap up? No, I just, I just think it's, um, it's a great way to just get people a little bit more informed and just let them know that there are so many options for them out there. Um, mm -hmm. cause a lot of the time people are mostly just unaware and they don't know what's, what resources are out there in their community. So just getting people more informed, um, and getting them to take that first step in their health journey is the best thing you can do for people. Amazing. That's a great, great place to end for sure. Yeah, we don't want, yeah, I think a lot of people don't just either are suffering and just don't know where to get the help. So this is why we have this podcast too, right? We're trying to get the information out there so people are, are more informed. So thank you very much, Sarah, for joining us. Um, yeah, this is amazing. And again, as always, reach out if you have any questions, if you're listening to this and you have further questions. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Rooted in Wellness podcast. Remember that you can join our email list at rootedfamily.ca to receive more tips on how to create strong foundations for you and your family. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.